Most of us are strangely More alike than we like to believe Most of us are empty Most of us are simply More alive in the scenes of our dreams he told his daughter and his, his fiance to keep walking. Like, come on, come on, keep walking. Yo, <laughs> Girl, was you about to get in trouble, bro? Like, yo, you don't care. People start going off on her, like, I mean, we kept the beginning of it, just not the, not the end of it. Yo, so we are live and it is lit. This is episode eight of Collective Verity's Truth or Truth podcast. I am one fifth of the collective. Juan F. Kennedy. To my left, we have Danny Unspoken, who is on time today. And to my left, we have Dufate Syriac, who is not on time today. I was late. Uh, I didn't have to know. Brittany has the week off. She is planning a whole wedding. And so sometimes you need time. Rosetta is on maternity leave, even though she'd be forgetting that she's on maternity leave, but she is. And so you all will see her when you see her. We will see her like next week or something. Basically. All right. So how's everyone? Okay. I was going to ask how everybody's week been, but we're going to pull back the curtains. We're recording this early. I am going to Florida <laughs> for vacation and won't be back in time to record another episode. So we ain't even got that much of a week to ask how's everybody's week been. But in the two or three days that we haven't seen each other, what's been going on? My uh, my girlfriend is out of town, and I've been I've been driving her car every day, and I just feel <laughs> like every nigga. I feel like every N word out there ever this because you know no. I I definitely I, I haven't picked up no chicks in her car because that's disrespectful and I would never pick up any chicks anyway. Okay. But um, played it up, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, I was like I was driving. I'm like, yo, this this nice, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Had my junk parked, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, let's let's drive the whip. Here's the uh, real real test. If you a real N-word, mm-hmm. you'll give her her car back on E. Okay, so <laughs> this is the thing. This is the thing. She was like, uh, who car are you driving? She we was FaceTiming. Don't FaceTime and drive, lady and gentlemen. But we was FaceTiming, and she saw me driving the car. And I'm mm-hmm. like, she was like, what car are you driving? I said, uh, you know, uh, I, I, you know. <laughs> she was like, oh. <laughs> She was, she, was, she was like, make sure it come back with gas. I was like, oh, wait, I got it with no gas. So, like, it was like 70 miles on it when I got it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, we serve a guy who does great and abundant things. Uh-huh. So, abundantly great things. Uh-huh. So, um, she was like, just make sure it get past where it was. Because we got, we we uh, we serve a guy that live in the overflow. Yes. That uh, work in the overflow. So, she comes back tomorrow and it's full. Look, man. Now today. I will drive it today until whenever it get down to. You know what I'm saying? But she come back tomorrow and it was full today. It won't be full mm-hmm. tomorrow. It still probably had like 400 miles to empty on it, but still it won't be full. Mm-hmm. 
Man, women are thrill seekers. They gonna be on ninety four with two miles left in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in my defense, my car has flex fuel and it always changes where my miles are, and it fluctuates immensely. I don't think that's how it works. No, 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 no. no, no. I don't think I've that's how seen it, it. I have seen it. It First will say one forty seven miles. Don't to say eat. flex fuel on the podcast. <laughs> Look, that's what it's called. Second of all, I don't want to hear about it. Go it go from one forty seven to zero. No, no, no. It'll go from one forty seven, mm-hmm. one hundred forty seven miles to eat. When I'm on the freeway, when I get off the freeway, it'll be like, okay, you got 100 miles. Wait, how, Sway? How? Mm-hmm. I have seen it it'll happen. Jump, and you can ask my broken. little sister. But it's okay. You know she what I'm saying? She got a reliable source. She is a reliable source. She got eyeballs at work. She an Indian animal. Ain't nobody. You're going to stop calling <laughs> her an Indian animal. Hear, hear what she's talking about. You're not about to disrespect my little sister like this. Excuse me. My girlfriend, she actually keeps uh, gas in her car. So she's, I do too. I don't. I don't at all. So I know exactly how low below E Mm-mm. my car can get in my, before I need to put it in there. In my six or seven years of driving, glory to God, I have never. That's what she said. Glory I to have God. never. I have never had to uh, have somebody come get me gas. I've never been stopped anywhere, and I'm not trying to make that happen. So when I get to about, if I get to forty, I'm like, okay. I need to go to the gas station. Mm-hmm. If Preach. I get below that, like I don't know Preach. what the um, the little like warning sign for gas sounds like in my car. Because mm. I never that must be nice. Weird flex, but okay. I know, I know. When, I you, when you got a ton of money, you ain't flex had no fuels. bad days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got to see how it works. That ain't my testimony. <laughs> that ain't my testimony. My car stay on full. <laughs> what? No, okay. I didn't say that. I All didn't right. say that. Yeah. I'm an Uber driver, man. I can't afford that. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, God. You're going to work Uber into every podcast. I'm trying to get us this uh, no, sponsorship. No, you only work your salary. Uber don't even pay the drivers. They ain't going to pay us. They paying y'all 13 cent on the drive. First of all, they don't pay us 13 cent on the drive. It's I mean, more 13%. than that. percent that Nah, bro. It's more than that. But okay. I'll be getting pennies. Don't First of all, don't finger <laughs> shoot people. <laughs> Basically, yeah. so when I was growing up, they had these things called jitneys. Basically, okay. y'all, y'all jitneys. I don't call us a jitney, though. 100% basically y'all jitneys. Y'all, y'all use Uber for, like, cash app. All you got to do what? is, because they take the money. All you got to do is put up a sign and say, I drive people. All you got to do is cash app me the money before I do it. And then you just got the same thing as Uber. And nobody can take your money. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this wrong. So, like, yeah. the, the cash back they give me on gas and, and the, the free uh, roadside assistance and all that. that okay, don't. look. First of all, you're killing your car, putting all the miles on it, right? They make, what, $20 on a trip? You get what? I'd be, I'd be okay and say give you $11 on that same $20 trip. Probably don't even give you that much. And then they say, "Oh, we can we can give you, we can give you reimbursement for gas. We can give you um, a free roadside assistance when your car finally breaks down from using all these miles." Yeah. I'm just trying to say, black people was jitneys when I was growing up. Now y'all Uber drivers. I'm just trying to. I'm trying. To, I want y'all to live. Yep. I want y'all to live as entrepreneurs. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They want to enslave y'all in everything. You know what I'm saying? But it's okay. That's why the only gas I got on me is this weed. And I don't got a car, so <laughs> that makes it easier. They still enjoy the, the running with that charger. Hey, yo, so first. 
The power called me today. I'm like, yo, we got this charger. It's in your name. We selling it today. I sir. All right, so first topic. His car. The first topic. <laughs> oh, man. That needs to be a topic. That oh, needs to be, yes. That needs to be a topic for real, for, for real. real. Not today, but one day. Eventually. Yeah. I, didn't, I shared enough of my life on the podcast. I was going to say, the world would be out here. They'll get mad. Like, what? Duane, are you trying to play us? Man. Now, every time I call them, they be right along with the story. Like, yeah, that's how it happened. This um, is true. So our first topic was uh, so we're we're at this age where parenthood could happen at any time, and so you know in my mind I've been doing a lot of reflecting on parenthood um, and just fear. You slip up, huh, Danita? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Nothing. Go You're ahead. not about to do that. Sorry. And I am good. pure and untampered with. Uh-huh, bro. <laughs> so, we, your friends don't believe you. Um, so I wanted to, to just kind of discuss some of our excitements, fears, and worries about, you know, just being parents. It is our job. It will be our job one day, God willing, to one, keep another person alive. That's legally, stressful. That is stressful. And then raise them and send them out in the world and just like pray that they don't destroy the world or the world doesn't destroy them that part that's um, what i'm most nervous about so um out of all of my siblings me and my sister are me and my biological sister are the only one that don't have kids i say biological because i refer to um my sisters-in-law as just my sisters just no in-law they're my sisters too um, but me and my, and my little sister are the only ones that don't have kids. So I have, I want to say 14 nieces and nephews, and I've been pretty present for a good amount of them, um, from birth until whatever ages they are now. And so one of the things I look forward to the most, especially since working in like the early childhood education field is watching my future babies hit those like milestones and those mile markers so like um from not being able to just even hold their own head up to being able to hold their head up and like lay on their stomach and like look around and stuff like that I think that is so fascinating and so amazing how fast babies grow and um how how like literally from one day to the next they will have learned something new um, and they will have learned how to do something else independently of you mm-hmm. so that is something I look forward to but at the same time I also fear like okay when they start to understand and comprehend the world around them what will that world look like and then what conversations will I have to have with them from that point Man, I very much so share some of those same fears, especially knowing that that I'm giving my children both the blessing and curse of, of melanin. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
I cannot protect them from the world. The most I can do is teach them what the world is in its truest form. You're just gonna eat. Hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me say something. I'm sorry, I, I didn't want to interrupt. You hey, did, you did that half right. You did. You cooked it. Yeah, it's three hungry people in here, mm-hmm. and you man. We're not about to slander to in the middle of this podcast. You know what I'm you know, saying? I, I don't prepare the plate, and y'all out here, you know, eating during the podcast. You know, let me let me. You know you, you we punch know, in every week. You know we take Uber Eats breaks every, every week. What's the um? But y'all know where your break is. You know when you get it in school and you get an incomplete. Right now you working with an incomplete. We can't Wait. even grade you fully. Right? Wait, <laughs> fully. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Don't you want to graduate? First of all. <laughs> but if if you're not gonna make the plates, can can we ask ever so gracefully that you eat in another room? Because I can hear every crunch of that chip Legit. in this microphone. And you right next to me. That's why mic. I was trying to be quiet because I was like, y'all want to make y'all both. I mean, y'all be eating during the podcast. Oh no, then I we would have stopped. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we all could have ate together. No, we could pause the cast. Yeah. I don't know how this works. It's okay. Praise him. Praise him in the Timberland boot. Oh, she get two boots this time. So, yeah, so my job is to teach my kid the world as honestly as I can, but I can't protect him from it. The other thing is that I've been thinking about recently is I'm not sure what trauma and triggers will come up for me as a father. And, like, I'm going to be honest. A lot of us try to grow up and be anything but one of our parents. Mm Mm-hmm. And you never know if you actually will be that until you are put in an opportunity where you have to parent. And so I think I'll be a good father. I pray every day that I'll be a good father, but I don't know until I actually have one. Right. So a couple of things. One, like, I, I think I worry about the balance of it all. Like, how do I make this child woke but still love people? Love, you know, different races. Yes. How do I cook? Because like, I struggle with it. Yeah. I'm like, it's Jesus. I know you got to depend on Jesus for the child as well. Uh, how do I be, you know, like, not militant? And, and, you know, and how do I prepare them for the world and prepare them for the world um like prepare them for the amazing things the beautiful things the mm-hmm. the rainbows and then prepare them that this world is not you here gotta for have you like storms that. for the rainbows yeah to show. yeah you know like so you know those are the things i mean not not i have plenty of things that i think about that goes in my head most of the time when i think about uh children it's just to for me it's just like all the good stuff mm-hmm. you know like I always it's all optimistic yep um, it's like always gonna be amazing I am definitely gonna be that child that records everything with my kid like and just just be I like I'm a really hard worker now and I'll stay at work and do whatever I gotta do mm-hmm. I am coming home when I have I mean I'm coming home when I have a wife too but I'm coming home like on time, they gonna like when I gotta be out of that boy. I am not about to be the the parent that like misses mm-hmm. games and graduations and mm-hmm. things like that. I would be there, you know what I'm saying? So, so I'm gonna tell y'all a little secret. When I have kids, I don't want to work. I want to be a stay at home mom. 
because I don't want to miss that. And I, she I, wanna, she want First of all, she ain't got no. She ain't got. She ain't never had no gas problems. Um, she never had a gas Can problem. Can you let me now be blessed? Wanna, now she want to stay at home. So this man about to be paying for everything. First, of I don't all, mind that, but like Jesus, I never asked for a woman to ask for it before. Okay, so let me be great. Let me be blessed. Let God favor me, all right? Don't hate. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I want to be a stay-at-home mom because I saw how active and how present and how influential my grandma was because my grandma raised me for a good portion of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I want to have that same kind of role, that same kind of position in my kids' lives. So before... She never worked? As long as I have known and been alive, my grandma has not worked. No, no but that, was yeah. she a stay-at-home grandma or a stay-at-home mom? Like, I think at some point she may have worked, but I don't think she like I don't think she worked for long. Her grandma ran a number hole. She did <laughs> not run a number <laughs> hole. You're not about to slander Ophelia like this. Repent. First well, of your, all, your grandma, first your grandma of all, name Ophelia. My grandma's name is She Ophelia. definitely ran a number hole. All <laughs> the women who ran number holes were the thugs on the block. No, she had not. a little tutu. Your grandma got a tutu. No. Um, what? You don't know about it. Anyway, I don't even know what that means. A tutu is a small gun, a twenty-two caliber. Oh, tutu. And you want to be a stay-at-home? What you gonna do when they come to the door with it? Um. Relax. You gonna you gonna ring your man. Relax because first Are of all, they gotta get through the gate the to come though? to the door. Okay. Through the gate. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like you don't live your life, queen. You live your life. No. You, be, you who you be around? Cause I'll be. What you mean? I don't never see no dudes that got gates, gated places. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to live luxuriously. Y'all know I got expensive taste. Okay. Anyway. Um, I ain't never seen no expensive taste. Guy around, no. I ain't never. I mean, I ain't never. Seen, I ain't never seen no expensive taste. Guy around, no. Huh. So anyway, when when my mom died and my grandparents got all of us, my little sister was like eighteen months or something like that. Um, she, because of my grandma staying at home and taking care of all of us, my sister by the time she got to, I want to say by the time she got to kindergarten, mm-hmm. she could read and recognize her letters and her colors and things like that because my grandma worked with her. So, like, I want to, like, set my kids up in that type of position. So, eventually. Then you go back to work. Yeah. So, I don't want to just, like, stay at home for the rest of my life. Like, no, I I want to work. I love working. But when it comes to me having kids, let me take that time off. Okay, let me explain something to you. That is is my goal as well for uh, Mm -hmm. uh, me and my wife, Mm -hmm. uh, whoever that may be. uh, I I I believe that uh, I think that's good. I think that definitely the foundation, and that's the foundation for uh, Christianity, the foundation mm-hmm. for education. All that needs to be in the home, um, discipline. All that needs to be done in the home. Uh, a lot of times, I see a lot of kids are getting their foundations from uh, are getting their foundations from. Uh, school or mm-hmm. getting it from television like where mm-hmm. they learn how to behave where they learn how to read where they learn how yep. to do basic math yeah i think that's that's uh that's terrible so i mean you know i feel like you got to do what you got to do when you have to do it you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i understand that but i feel like if i have a choice i'm gonna try to uh 
uh, make that happen, you know, saying like yeah, playing accordingly. Um, but you know, we yeah. all try to do things, but we never. Sometimes we never things don't go our way. So yeah, sometimes it don't work out. But God knows my prayers. Hopefully, He honors them. He will give you the desires of your heart, unless your desires are. Unless your desires are wild. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that is necessarily true, but okay. <laughs> so it, it it is true. God will give you desires of your heart. The thing that most people don't factor in is that God changes your heart uh, to match His. Okay, that's that I, is I, very I, true. I did. I didn't I mean the desires of your heart. I mean, I was thinking of the scripture, pray. And ask for these things in my name, you shall receive. Unless, so just I just hope your fence isn't in a part of the unless. The gate. I'm hopping that boy just to prove to you <laughs> that your gate ain't worth nothing. Every time, I'm never, I'm never getting run again. I'm hopping the gate. Okay, it's gonna be pretty high, but I mean, you six inch vertical, what six foot vertical? First of all, six inch vertical. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> with a six inch vertical <laughs> need to not jump again. <laughs> That's a trash vertical. Some people ain't got it like that. They got bad knees. Let them be it, great. Look, if you leave your feet and you get up six I feel, inches, I feel like you shouldn't even leave your feet at that point. <laughs> like, damn, don't do hey, that again. What's the point of it? What are you trying to jump over? <laughs> like a Lego? What are you yeah, trying right. to hurdle? I'm, I'm really confused. Not a Lego, though. Uh, um, y'all are funny. More with the question. Uh, what was the question? Fears, excitements, doubts <laughs> that we have moving into Black Parenthood. Because, like, um, does anybody... Hmm. What are you about to say? I don't know. I don't know. Are, do we try to... Are we trying to not become our parents? How do you fear becoming your parent? Then I thought, hmm, do our parents listen to this? But Lou or Thomas or or seniors never listen to the podcast. So I don't I don't think I can become my dad. Only like Why? because because You can be emotionally distant with your daughter. Mm-hmm. Yes, but the way that I think the way that my dad had I don't know if that's the right way to say it. I'm going to say it anyway. The way that my dad had to encounter me as a kid, I hope to not happen. You get what I'm saying? So, like, the way that, like, I ended up moving with my dad. My dad and my mom were never together. So, number one, I hope that that's not the case. Um, Two, my dad was with somebody else when my mom died. So, like, that, I think, was who kind of kept us separate. And there was somebody else to kind of step in and fill in the gap to raise me in that time. So, like, mm-hmm. I hope none of that happens. So, I don't think I can, I don't think I would engage with my kids in that way because those things won't have happened. Does that make sense? Right. But do you think those things led to his behavior? In part, yes. Okay. So, me in that question, me in the question, um, yes, my whole, my whole, uh, my whole, like, be, like, wanting to, not just, it's not just, it's not just me wanting to be a, a parent, but mm-hmm. because of that, but like, 
I am a big set a goal, achieve it, be the best I can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I truly do want to be an amazing husband because of my father's, um, like, what mm-hmm. he didn't do. Mm-hmm. I, I always, um, I believe names are very important. You know what I'm saying? I'm a junior. Yes. So being, I don't want to be... Like, oh, I couldn't stand when my mom or somebody was like, oh, you just like your father. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, you this and this and this. And she never said it a lot. She would, like, it would be certain things that come out and she'd say, oh, that's like your father. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do, when you do that or when you react that way, that's that's like your father. That's or whatever. interesting. Um, and never was raised in the same house as him. It was mm-hmm. just embedded in me. That's why so that's like, interesting. I, yeah, I was, so I literally want, I'm like, I want to separate. Not only do I, one of the reasons I couldn't stand my name is because, it was it was his name. This other reason, uh, uh, I mean, I didn't like it because I was a kid and it was, it, I got ridiculed for it. But when I actually grew up and loved my name, I wanted to make my name uh, synonymous with like greatness. Like mm-hmm. I want my sons to love their name because it's my name. You know what I'm saying? Like I want them to love um, Dufay because it's my name. I want them to. I want the actual opposite feeling mm-hmm. that I had um, to give to them. So you plan on having a junior? No, he wouldn't be a junior. He would be a third. third but yeah. I'm saying like, well, no, in this context, because you're recreating what the name means. I feel like he would Got be you. a junior. Yeah. All right, she tried to switch it up. She tried to switch That's it up. That's what I meant you know the first saying? time. Y'all no, some haters. No. So, Y'all some haters. So I would definitely, I, I want to, um, yeah, I would definitely want to have a third. Um, I also want to like, have um fosters and yes. possibly adopt yes. um children uh i do i think uh i think family is the basis for everything that we do mm-hmm. uh, in our lives i think family and religion is the basis of everything we do in our lives i feel like the the world has uh, kind of gone down the drain because of the breakdown in the household yeah but um, so I definitely do. One thing that I know I have to like worry about is like be that over hovering. Like when you try to be be the total opposite of mm-hmm. the person you were, they like they wasn't there. So I don't want to have to be like the person that that hovers. Like that's there too much. Yeah, that's there too much. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Not like trying to run a lot. Well, yeah, helicopter yeah, parent. Run, yeah, like yeah, helicopter parent. Like mm-hmm. okay, I can't let them do anything on their own because. Uh, a lot of who I am was because of independence. Like right, my mom did right. a thing that I absolutely love, and I would, I probably would take it um, in my. It, it would be hard for me to do, but I want to take it into my. What's her name? My mom made me stay in church in my all my um, formative years. She made me stay in church. I was in church every single day when I got right. like thirteen years old. She was like. You make your own decision. You mm. can go to church. You you can um, stay home. You you whatever. I definitely was like, I'm about to go to church. Right. <laughs> I've been doing this my whole life. Right. But that, what she put into me as a child, it did come back, and that's is a biblical standard. But um, it also gave me an independence where I actually had a separate, not a separation from God, but separation from the church, mm-hmm. where I felt that I actually. St- started a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people that actually um, 
uh, that actually was raised in the church the whole time and they never felt like they actually had a relationship with God. They yeah. had a relationship with church because they was instilled, that was instilled in them like you have to go to church. When she took that away, I have to have, I mean, when she said you don't have to and gave me a choice, mm-hmm. it made me have to say I have, I have a relationship with God and not just the church. Um, that's one independent thing. Like I can see myself being like, boy, if you ain't going to, like a 16 year old kid, like if you ain't going to church in my house, you got to get out of my house. I can see myself doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I can see myself saying that, yeah. but I got to remember. So like, so like I got to remember those things that like you can't be, you can't like dictate, dictate things to them. You can't like those things that my mom pulled back on. I got to hold to those things because I think that is something that made me a better person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, um, so I, 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 it's like, it's like, Always one of those things where you don't think about it too much. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it too much, you'd be like, I don't know what I do in this situation, this situation, this situation. You know what I'm saying? You got to just roll with the punches. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I definitely think I have to tell myself, like, chill. Like, if, if, if she's on the playground or he on the playground mm-hmm. and he get into an argument with somebody, let him figure it out. Don't run on the port. Don't run on the, on the playground. Yeah, no, like, you can't do that. Like, snatching up people's kids. Boy, you don't... You're a grown man. You're about to get charges. Like, yeah, Relax. walking up like, God, like, can you imagine, like, somebody, like, legit hitting your daughter, though? Like, somebody child hitting your daughter, like, y'all think in fifth grade or something? Listen. I'm going to try to kill that kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, Listen. just... That's why I want a little boy first, so I can instill in all this in him. <laughs> like, look, if somebody so, touch your sister, go. right? You I won't get in no trouble. Your mama gonna be mad, but you ain't gonna get in no you trouble. You ain't getting no whooping from me. I definitely, I, I want a boy first, and I want that because I, I was that kid. So in third grade, this little boy punched me in the eye. He gave me a black eye. I still got pictures. I had a black eye that Christmas. That's how long that I was like. I, I want to ask this question: What did you do though? Oh, I got a whole whole story for it. Okay. I got a whole story for it. We're not going to get into it now. Um, But he gave me, he gave me a black eye. (laughs) He gave me a black eye and my big brothers put the boy in a trash can. So. Should put him in a coma. Nah. I was in third grade and so was he. And your third brother's grade in old in the mud. No. No, 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 no. No. I'm in through stuff in the third grader out. No. It's wild. So my closest brother in in age to me is like almost two years. So I was in third grade, he was in fifth grade. And then Can you the imagine next- that though? Like you when you was in elementary school, you was scared in a mug of older kids like mm-hmm. I mean I was I was just the thing like oh man these, yeah. they grown mm-hmm. <laughs> they just what you thought right like, those yeah. kids grown yeah so that like they weren't that much older but I was Damn. my brothers they were I'm gonna teach my daughter right. how to box cause I do want a son to be able to beat people up but first of all in elementary everyone is relatively around the same strength and imagine you trying to you trying to bully a girl and she hit you with the cleanest counter you ever saw. Listen. Drop you on the playground. That's a lesson for you. That is a lesson for you. You also gonna get talked about for the rest of your elementary career. Oh, you also career. might grow up beating women if you give me the wrong That part too. Yeah. <laughs> Such a young age. You gotta be careful. Or, you either gonna grow up beating women or you're not gonna you raise your hand to another woman. <laughs> yeah. It's 50-50 chance. But dang, then my daughter gonna have to knock people out all the time. No, nah, no. Nah. 
She should get that reputation. No, you would think so. Every high school, the person who knocks people out is always fighting. And I'm always thinking, like, stop Do fighting Trevante. Did y'all learn y'all lessons? <laughs> they never learned. Right. In the ER last week, they we saw learned. the ambulance carry him out. Why are you fighting with him? Because they're going to be the one to take him down. They never are. They never are. They never are. Mm-mm. Well... All right, so let's end there before we go into some dark stuff. <laughs> All right, so the uh, the next topic we're gonna do is a, a couple of truth or truth questions. This is the truth or truth podcast, and we mm-hmm. very seldom had truth or truth questions. So yeah, I'm gonna start with with an ignorant one. We did this one at uh at the gender reveal. Truth or truth. Oh, do we have to respond? Yes. Truth. Well, you know I mean. Truth. I, I didn't know if we had to. I thought it was implied. My How bad. many years did the judge got to give you before you cry in the courtroom? So I was really trying to think about this. Um, let me give you Let me give you the gender reveal answers. We, we going to prison? Or are we going to prison, prison? Prison. Let me give you the gender reveal Wait, answers before we get into ours. And I'm not going to get mine until until the I had one cousin that said anything with years. Yeah, that's why I am too, bro. He said anything with years. Then a couple people say about six to eight. Then I had one cousin. He was like, man, they got to give me life. I said, what? I know, bro. You're doing too much. He said, they got to tell me I ain't never coming out for me to cry in the courtroom. Anything less than I'm never coming home, you're not going to get no tears out of me. That's wild. Um... You sit me down for a year, I'm crying. In prison? In prison? I am crying. Bro, I'm crying. Let me tell y'all, don't do anything with me. Anything. Like, I know two things about myself. If someone says you're going to prison, if I did it with somebody and it's a chance to get me less time, I'm snitching. Right. <laughs> I'm let you know. I'm just Thanks. letting you know. Like if it's something like we both guilty of, like I ain't gonna hold you up. We guilty of it. I'm snitching. But if like if we like you know, I'm so gonna take I'm the rap. I got charged with narcotics. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm, uh, we, I'm snitching, boy. I'm snitching with the quickness. So don't do nothing with me. That's one. Two. Um. What was what we just talking about? I'm, I got thrown off because I was laughing. I said I said it was two things. Mm-hmm. Anything with years, you gonna cry. So, and I said, oh, I'm snitching. Mm-hmm. Dang, I can't think of the other one. It was funny, but uh, yeah. So I'm I'm going to do one. Man, that's a long time, bro. A year? Oh my goodness, three hundred sixty-five days. Like, oh no, oh no, prison, prison. That's man, that's. Uh-uh. Okay, when you say prison, prison, what is what is prison, prison? It's prison. Like, so when you in jail, you in the county. Okay. When you in prison, you going up road. So. Like with the murderers, with the, yeah. the like it's real big boy prison. So do I? <laughs> Danita ain't gonna make it past bookings. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> y'all know I'm soft, bruh. Man, look, ain't nobody gonna put nothing on my books, man. <laughs> Yo, why did you I go feel, there I first? feel like you're gonna put a ton of stuff on my books. I'm nah. worried about 
Man, I don't know. I'm too. I don't know. I'm too friendly. I feel like I'm too friendly. I that's my. Like, that's my problem. Like, that is like, my bro, problem. What happened, man, tell me what happened. Then like somebody stabbed me up. Like you, not you put your to hands to on him. me. Like you know what I'm saying. Like listen, yeah, ain't no way to talk to him in 17 years. Yeah, bro. Like man, that's what I'm concerned about. I'm soft. I am a punk, and I'm way too like friendly and inviting. I guess. So somebody yeah. can invite can people. Invite That's what I'm saying. That's like, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna make it, bro. I'm gonna be standoffish as heck in prison. I ain't gonna be inviting nobody nowhere. I ain't gonna hold you up. I'm almost in tears thinking about it now, and I got no convictions for nothing. Right. I ain't did nothing. Right. Well, so we'll, yeah. We'll so I got categories. Wait, how? Any any time five years or less, I'm gonna wait till I get to my cell to cry. It's going to be one of them times when they lock the door and I'm like, oh, man, I'm really in this thing. <laughs> I'm a break. Is that first night in your cell or? It might be like week 16. I'm like, oh yeah, they really not going to let me. Wait, I don't get out like, for good I behavior? Really, I really got to do this thing. Okay. Five to 10 years, I'm crying in the courtroom. Okay. But let me tell you, if I get one of them 20s, I'm not doing it. I'm reaching for somebody's gun. Y'all going to shoot me in this courtroom because I'm not doing 20 years. Oh, my God. No. I'm going to look back at my mama like, it's been nice knowing you. Hold it down. P.O.P. <laughs> Hold it down. I'm reaching for every gun inside until they shoot me. And I'm looking them in their eyes I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you are oh, doing said, me a service. You I said, I know, the two, I know the second thing. Yeah. Right so I said, there's two things I know about myself. One is like, you I'm snitching. Yeah. yeah. But then the second one is bad, y'all. Y'all bad. I I try to be a man of integrity. But right now, in the place that God has me, if I got like too famous, and somebody be like, somebody be like, oh, you know, um, look the other way and we'll give you this million dollars. Like on some, I mean like on some like Ferguson type, like some civil, yes, I know. <laughs> on some civil hey. rights, I'm trying to get there. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> like on some civil rights, I know this wrong. You know what I'm saying? I know Dude, this Mike hey. Brown thing wrong. You got to hold like, blame the boy. I, I know, bro. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not I'm not a uh, what's the name? Man? I know I am trying. Like if we if I get to the level of me me and Juan did a a march one time when we marched down the street. We marched down downtown and then we went to the uh, we went to uh, Kim Worthy's office. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was like a picket. We picketed her office, mm-hmm. and um, you know I was like, yo, this. This was fun. This was good. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I was just thinking, like, if they arrest me, I'm like, I'm dipping. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they, if they, if they start tripping, I'm dipping. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to go. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't, Juan was telling me, like, we got bail money for everybody. I was like, nope. No, you don't. <laughs> like, you don't need it for me because I'm out. <laughs> I'm about I'm to gone. dip. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so. But I know a lot of people like that. I'm who the are, same who way. Who are activists and they like, I don't go to any of the protests where they're getting arrested. Oh. <laughs> like, so, catch me so at the it next one. It ain't alone. And then the other thing, like, if I'm like on some, if I'm protesting, I'm on some, I'm on some, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on some Martin Luther King type jump. Mm-hmm. If they come with me with the bag like they did Jesse Jackson and them, I might take the bag. So don't, don't invite Dufay no, to none of your protests if explain. you want to be there for a while. Let me explain, bro. I know, I know, 
<laughs> this the come up. This is the I come know up. it's bad. I know it's bad. I do know it's bad. And I probably won't be able to live with myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna forget myself, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> you know Ladies saying? and gentlemen, I, this like, is the danger of truth or truth. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe in the moment. I'm, I'm maybe in the real moment. Cause I, I, I say it thinking about it now, in the yeah. moment, I feel like I'm gonna yeah, take yeah. the bag. But maybe in the moment, I I really would be like, because I'd be so like, oh, I'd be so mad at stuff. Yeah, Yeah. like the energy is different. But thinking on it now, I'll sell you out in a minute. (laughs) I'll be leading the group. We about to we about to turn Mm -hmm. the corner and Mm -hmm. be like, oh, we got this this bag for you. And I'll be like, what the bag look like? (laughs) I'm gonna just go check this out real quick. I'm gonna hear you out for me. Yeah, (laughs) y'all go ahead without me. It's a Birkin bag. Is it a cloud? Uh, uh, what's his name? Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. had a million. He had a, a one point eight million dollars on a table. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, dog, this dude is ridiculous. Like, like laid a out. Humongous yeah. table, yeah. bro. Yeah. It's like, For and then why? he had this. That's big when I realized Chanel. how poor I was. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, like imagine a table like big as this rug. Mm-hmm. He had. All hundreds. It was one point eight million. Mm-hmm. But then he had like a sofa on the side, like about big as that sofa, mm-hmm. and it was filled with all twenties. And he was like, "This is a two hundred and fifty thousand." And I was like, "I just want the sofa. <laughs> just give me the small amount. You don't even gotta give, give me the me. sofa. Yeah, I can don't, make it work. Don't give me the hundreds. You don't even gotta I do, do that. Something with that. The know? thing is, I walk into a room, and they'd be like, "This is all yours if you just stop leading the movement." <laughs> so, so, but see, here's the thing about that that scares me is because. You saw when they see us, and they will tell you anything, and they gonna tell you Dufay, You can take the sofa, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh, you thought you was about to take the sofa?" No, 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 no. no. I, I would need, I would need my cash out receipts <laughs> before I sell out the what's the name? Before I set out the movement, the cash out receipts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but you know what I'm saying. You ain't gonna. I'm gonna carry it out before we get out. Make sure I'm safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I sell out the movement. You know what I'm saying? You think they ain't going to find you? No, the thing is, the thing is this. Let me explain to you. The thing is this. I'm going to be discredited forever because even <laughs> if I take the money. You know what I'm saying? Because it's that's yeah. a discredit. Yeah. I'm going to be discredited. So they don't got to do nothing else to me. They're just going to say, oh, he took money. We got him taking money. Yep. So I'm done. So I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my can, I'm retired. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't gotta kill me or nothing. I don't gotta be on the roof on the balcony. They don't gotta do all that. Wow. But hopefully I'm joking in a lot of this. I know myself. Nah. <laughs> I know myself. And right now, just I'm trying to be the man of integrity. So we'll see how that moment that if that moment ever arrives. Don't don't send me in there alone. <laughs> <laughs> Have, I have to have a lot of strong brothers with me saying, bro, don't do it. Oh, my goodness. They can't send you to Area 51 and come back out like, no, nah, I ain't no aliens in there. We're going to do send do fade in there and check. I come in there like, look, I don't even got to get past the front door. I'm going to stay in here for a couple hours. Y'all know where to send the cash. Nah, ain't got in there but Velcro, man. <laughs> the government be out of time. All right, so second truth for truth. Y'all ever had a song that y'all was going a little too hard to, and then you stopped and thought, like, damn, I ain't need to do all that that I just did. Especially if you've been in public. A song? A, yeah. A song where, a, it could be anything. You could be rapping, singing the lyrics, dancing, and you like, mm, I might have went a little too hard to that song. Okay, so this, I, I pick truth. This is, this is truth. Um, 
I'm about to tell on myself something so terrible. Uh, I was in middle school. I want to say it was it was seventh or eighth grade. I don't remember which one, but uh, a young lad named Mario was out, and he had a song on the radio by the name of um, "Let Me Love You." Baby, you should let me love. Yeah, that you. was my song. <laughs> I don't know why that was my song, but we had a. Um, a dance right so it might have been eighth grade it might have been seventh grade and i just snuck in i don't remember but we had a dance and so the dj was playing that song and he was passing the mic around (laughs) (laughs) and he was like hey who can really sing this and so i'm a pretty decent singer i have been um for a good part of my life but that was not my day and i got the uh I got the, uh, um, I guess, like, the vamp part of it, where he, like, hits that one note. You deserve better, girl? No. The other one. The you should let me love you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, man. That went left so bad. And I heard, I heard somebody say, no, man, pass the mic. And I was just like, dang. (laughs) dang okay i'm done that just here take it back it was that was not my day i wasn't in public but i don't curse i say the n-word i say um nigga from time to time <laughs> wait was that her ear <laughs> no no i said i said i said Said, said H word. No, that was a hard ER, time. bro. That was not a hard ER. So, um, <laughs> you got into a real deep southern race. Uh, I listen back on the playback. But, uh, I, yeah. I, don't, I say nigga. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. That, that reminded me of the white guy on that, on that, that, that teacher. <laughs> What you say? Like, you got a pen or something? Try to borrow a pen? Yeah, one more. Oh, my goodness. Now, now I say the guy with the A poster. Yeah, so. Oh, man, that's wild. So, um. I wonder if he was fired. Oh, oh of course he was. Man, yeah, of course that man was fired. He was on the news, <laughs> they too, They promoted bro. that guy. Y'all, y'all fooled him. He was on the news, bro. So, um, yeah, so I say that from time to time. But the last time our actual cuss was on the Drake song, the one that's on the, the Sprite. <laughs> the Sprite commercial. Yeah. Forever? You, at the end of his verse, <laughs> at the end of his verse, he said the oh, B <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. This was years and years ago. And I, was, I was flowing. I don't know. I was just into this song. <laughs> I, just, I just said the B word. I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> you have to question hold yourself. On. Like, yes. I was like, wait. You broke the mess out of that verse. <laughs> like, Jesus. I rebuked that. But no. no. <laughs> like, it was like, the crazy thing about it, I heard that song. The first time I heard the song in my radio. If you listen to that song in the car, mm-hmm. it has in in the, on the on the bass it has like a running uh, what's the name? So it sounded like my speakers had blue. I'm like, did my um, blow my speakers? Like, okay. well, and this one this is like years ago. I had a Silver Explorer, uh, and I had a little bit of sounds in my car, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, did my speakers blow? But I played the song again. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I actually like this song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I heard it on the Spray Man, commercial. Yeah. yeah, so I, I was, every time it came on, I was like, and you know, this was on a, it was like on an MP3 player, so it'll come mm-hmm. like, it'll, you know, it'll recycle sometime. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I guess I learned the whole song. And I, was, I was just rapping my little heart away, <laughs> rapping my heart away, and I definitely said that B word, and I said it loud, and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> you are by yourself Y'all, in your car. Driving from work, dogs. Definitely say that. Uh, that's funny. So, I got uh, two. I'm not surprised. The first one came when I was in Minnesota for Philando Castile's birthday. Dang, okay. And we had... So, Flight we twice. had left Detroit at 5 a.m. Got on the Greyhound to Chicago. And from Chicago, carpool with a couple other people. To Minneapolis, mm-hmm. they be taking you. They be taking them freedom freedom riders trips. Man. <laughs> Y'all can't take a flight. Golly. I mean, we took a flight back, but nah, budget cuts. <laughs> <laughs> so we went from that to oh no, we might have left here earlier, like two a.m. in the morning. Because that's what a.m. means. Yeah, but at first I thought it was like five. We might be two or three. 2 a.m. in the morning. So we went through that. Then we went through like day one of the little conference or whatever. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, they drop us off at a club. Wait. <laughs> Why? And um, I don't know. That was day decompression for the first day. Okay. I'm not a 2 chains fan. Mm. But Drake, all me came on in the middle <laughs> of the club. <laughs> and for whatever reason. You went in. Like, I was on the couch, like, ew, nigga. <laughs> like, yo, Chase is a literary genius. And I'm thinking, like, <laughs> like two Chase got the coldest pen right now. For, for three words? No, that whole verse. Okay. Chief, I cheat. Like, I was in there going crazy. crazy. Then the other one, man, I was at a family reunion and uh, mm. work came on. Like, Rihanna? Yeah. And, Wait. Uh, mm-hmm. First of all, I love that song. I, I, first of all, I have never heard that song before. Work, 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 work. I know the song. That I song? I've never heard it. No, yeah. no, no. I'm trying to imagine DeWine yeah. turning up to that no, song. No, first, first I came in on Drake part. See, but, Drake okay. on that song? Yes. Yeah, he on the third he verse. He got the third verse, so he but, at the end of the song. But, but no, I love Rihanna part, but... You know, Drake do his verse, but then it go back to Rihanna on the hook. Yeah. But I was so into it that I was just in the middle of Belal singing <laughs> Rihanna with my whole soul. And I didn't realize how flagrant this was until one of my older cousins, like, in his 50s, was like, hey, fam. <laughs> <laughs> That's You ever feel the rebuke? Yes. In your soul? Like, all right, you right. You right. You right. Okay, what did, what did, what did that look like, though? Like, no, I ain't, I ain't. you want me to give you a rendition? Yes. No, I'm good. <laughs> we'll talk about it off mic. <laughs> no, we won't. All right, so true for true. True. When is the time you got curved so bad you felt your soul go to the upside down? <laughs> I pick or. My pick is or on that. Let me, let me, so... This is, I was 13 at the time. My cousin was playing for the West 7 Rams. He was dating the head chiller. She had a cousin. Um, 
And he was trying to get... No, I was 14 because Facebook was out. He was trying to get <laughs> me on his girl's cousin. She added me on Facebook. She was... She was um, she was flirting on Facebook pretty heavy. This is back when I had braids and no facial hair and no muscles. <laughs> Set it up then. <laughs> and we were still wearing baggy clothes. Anyway, so we go to this party, and me and me and this young lady finally get a chance to bump into each other. Mm-hmm. Now I'm be honest. I've never felt <laughs> I've never felt my soul leave my body into this moment. Oh, okay. I I'm have scared. out the car, but I'm a couple paces behind my cousin because I'm nervous. She said, Where your cousin at? He like, he over here. She said, and I seen her look at me. She said, Where? He said, Over there, right there. Mm-hmm. I give her the head nod. A little, a little, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She said, man, Facebook be lying. I said, fam. <laughs> I looked around to see if my auntie was still there. She had pulled off. Dang. <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy the party for the rest of the night, but every time when the DJ is in between songs, I just keep hearing, man, Facebook, Facebook be lying. Man. It just rings off in my head, man. Mm. Forget her, though. You she okay? got to see me now when I, I mean... You, you okay? Oh, it happens to the best of us. I'm shooting. And Kobe said, you know, if I go 0 for 23, that just means I got the opportunity to go for 1 for 24. Okay. <laughs> so I've never been a... Uh, 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 I've been efficient. The Lord has blessed me with an efficient array of shots. I've never been a person that took a lot of shots. Come on, flex. You know what I'm saying? Nope, it ain't a flex. <laughs> it ain't a flex. <laughs> It ain't a flex. So, um, usually, my shots be more bunnies. Like, I know, like, I haven't... Okay, Cherie was a shot where I didn't know anything. I just was like, oh, this is... I'm taking this shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Most of them is like bunnies. You kind of know, like, somebody feeling you. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so, this one chick, uh, <laughs> her name not to be named. This is not the Shantae story. This is another chick. This is another chick. Oh, I'm sorry. I put her name out there. It didn't matter. <laughs> but this is another chick. So, um, edit. Um, so she was edit. like, oh, I don't, I don't need to edit. I don't care. Um, so she was like, um, where's Brittany? She was like, so we, we were, she was away at school. She was away at school. I had just <laughs> basically dropped out of school, but she was away oh. at school and, um, she was, she'd be calling me when I, um, She'd be calling. Shoot, she'd be calling. This is traumatic, y'all. She'd be calling me or whatnot, and Walk like, I miss you, and all this other stuff. And I'm like, boo, boo, boo. So she was like, um, yeah, I had a little drink tonight, and I, mm. uh, and I was, and I, I was like, oh, I was like, well, you still at the party? She's like, no, I left the party because I wanted to talk to you. So I was like, oh, she trying to, she, she trying to get that. on, trying yeah. to get on. You know what I'm saying? So um, she to get into her bag. So she, she like she like she she's from here, but she away at school. So she like, oh, when we come in, in you know, what's that? We gonna we gonna watch my favorite movie since you ain't never seen it. And I was like, oh, we going out on dates and stuff. She like, yeah, yeah, blah blah blah. So that summer we hang out the whole summer. So I'm like, okay, time for me to mm-hmm. make this known. And mm-hmm. she like, I want to let you know something. 
um, whatever. So we had a park, and it's like July the fourth. No, it, no, it's like July. It's the it's between the fourth and my birthday. This is how I know. Okay. So I'm like, um, my birthday is August seventh. So she like, I gotta let you know something. I was like, what? You know, um, so I'm like, think she about to say like she liked me, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like when I say we had went out on numerous dates, like we 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 had hung, t- we had went on, we had went on dates alone, and then we had hung together a lot mm-hmm. the whole summer. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, what? What's up? You know, um, she was like, I want to tell you uh, before it get out to you, and she was like. I like your best friend, Michael. Wow. <laughs> My heart completely broke. See? Absolutely and totally broke. Let me tell you how I messed up. First of all, I was 19. Don't get it twisted. Uh, I had just got saved. In my mind, as soon as I got saved, that's where you meet your wife. <laughs> wow. I was like, oh, this chick about to be the wife already. Yep. So, um, um, so basically, I go. Uh, I call my my best friend. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Bro, she don't want me. <laughs> she wants you, she man. Want go you. ahead. She said, go ahead and get all. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least you know what one of us can have her. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, dog. It was so it was so like heartbreaking. Man, then she came to my birthday party, bro. No. <laughs> yes. Bruh. Yo. Yes. I was like, man. Oh, you ain't want to hear like get away from me not you first of all ma'am we don't like your kind we really close okay that's good praise god for redemption because that's ruthless man, like dudes be going through i'm sorry y'all gotta go through that it's okay man you live <laughs> hey, look, learn. Yeah. i mean the success feels even better and you know until you got swept out of the playoffs that you can appreciate the sweet uh victory champagne oh okay you gotta get the ring, but sometimes you gotta be you gotta be boogie before you be Steph. <clears throat> okay. All right, last truth for truth. I thought we did all the truth for truth. Yeah. What's the next one? Mm-mm. He uh. Remind me, cause I'm blanking. The card. Oh. oh. You ever? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got a truth or truth? Truth for truth. Truth. You ever been out? I'm about to flex on this one. Come on, flex. Swipe that card and like, mm, I don't know what's about to happen here. Okay. Let me let me say this. Mm-hmm. One, mine is a little different because I never in my life have gone anywhere <clears throat> without knowing what was in my accounts. Mm-hmm. I always take that look, look mm-hmm. and be like, oh, we're going to do it. Today is a cash day. <laughs> today Not a is, day. Yes, today yes. is a. Uh, oh, you know what, man? I don't even. All I got is sixty on me, so mm-hmm. you know, like we can't even go over sixty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went on a date. Uh-huh. I ain't gonna hold you up. At this time in my life, I was working a nice job, and I was, I was blessed to have a lot of money at the bank. <laughs> so I went on a date. Praise him. Well, it wasn't really a date, but it was a date. Uh, we went to the movies and then after the movies I had to go get some stuff she didn't want to go home I had to go get some stuff my mm-hmm. sisters everybody I tell this story said I was whack for doing this but I don't care I had to go get some stuff in my house so I was like oh I'm about to run a, I'm about to run a Walmart wait when you say stuff for your, like what type of stuff for your house like tissue okay. uh, uh, 
candles. Um, anybody know me? Know I love candles. Right. Um, paper towels, like house stuff, like real legit okay. house stuff. You're not like out here like furnishing your house. You no, no, just no. getting like necessities. Yeah, just getting okay. house stuff here. That like, is important. Okay. So, so I, I go and I go to Walmart. We went to dinner and we went to the movies. And uh, it was I told her it wasn't a date. We were just hanging out. So she was like, oh, I want to go home. I want to just hang with you or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So we walking around Walmart, you know, just buying stuff. And um, <clears throat> we get to the register mm. um, to do you scan. So I scanned everything up. It's like 60-something dollars. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Went to slide the card. It said declined. I yep. said not today, Satan. <laughs> not today. Not in front of this beautiful young lady here. Right. Like, um, excuse me. So I'm like, oh, the car must be dirty. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was the pre-chip rub, era. Rub the, uh, yeah, it was yeah. definitely the pre-chip era. Mm-hmm. Rub the back of the car, swipe again. Mm-hmm. Decline. I'm like, oh, no. And, you know, I got to start. I, I got to start talking. Like I'm like, right. I know it's money on this car. Uh-huh. We just uh-huh. used it. Maybe they deactivated it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, 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 oh. The time, at this time, I had two debit cards. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, let me try my other debit card. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they deactivated this one. Um, and so I'm like, whoop. Decline. I'm like, they, no way, bro. No Dang. way. And it's like, you know, it's a Walmart run, so it's like 12 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And she looking like, oh, he ain't got no money. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just like, went out. Oh, like, no, bro. I couldn't believe on. it. I was stunned too, you know. And then, <laughs> then the the uh, angel came over mm-hmm. and said, oh, I don't know what's wrong with the machines. The machine's not working. They making the, all on. the cars are declining. I'm like... Oh, praise God. <laughs> she was like, just give me your card and we were running over here. But she ran from like the other side of Walmart. We Come was on, on Walmart on like uh, it's Sterling Heights, mm-hmm. like 15 miles. She ran from the other side of Walmart. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my goodness, praise her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bless her little heart for coming yeah. down here. Because it was one of the most embarrassing yes. few seconds of my life. Yes. And I said, you can't really, you can't. Like, I can't show her in my bank account. Like, huh, look, I tell you, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I really wanted to. It was going to get to that point. Right. Like, look. <laughs> like, it was the gonna pride get to, in you was like, look, man. No, bro. Like, I ain't going to hold you up. We were, we like, it had a couple more times to decline. And I don't think I either, I didn't have a credit card on me mm-hmm. or I had, like, tried to use a credit card already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, oh, you're not going to, not in this store today. Mm-hmm. Not today. Um, so, yeah, that was... That was very, um, yep. Mine came when I was in college. Well, mine too. My first, I mean, I, I haven't had much experience with this because. Flex then. I mean, I've been employed. And Come then, on and flex then. So I either been employed and, and then, or I have a, a like a spare credit card. But um, I wanted to buy my little sister something. I mean, she's not my real sister. She was a, a young harlot I went to high school with, but we became close. <laughs> you don't have to call this woman a harlot on this podcast. So I wanted to buy her something. He said we became close. <laughs> and when he done called her a whole harlot. Yeah, I mean, she know. She was at the crazy horse with me. 
Uh, we was at the crazy Tell me a story. Horse. No, this ain't your story. And she tapped me on my shoulder and was like, "Wow, I think it's my time." And I'm in my mind, I said, "What?" She said, "I think I'm gonna go up there and perform." And I said, "If you go up there, you gonna have to work your way out that stage." And I don't have it. Wow. Um. So it was her birthday, and she said she wanted the, this pink, the brand pink. Mm-hmm. Jogger suit, with mm-hmm. the hoodie. With that sounds like it's expensive. The fur in it. And Victoria's Secret pink. Some Air Maxes, right? Yeah. So I, I knew how Wait, much. Dog, you was ball you was out, king. Ball out. A young harlot that oh. I knew oh. from, from high school. Oh, she asking for a lot. So ball out, king. Let me tell you how stupid I was. I had a first of all, I just, I had just brought a gram, two grams, because I knew we was going back to the city. Um I was taking her and a couple of the chicks from uh, high school out to starters. And so I had budgeted all of that. Mm, okay. And I knew how much the Air Maxis was going to cost. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't really, I hadn't bought anything from the pink brand because I. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I'm me. And um, so I didn't even look at the price mm. for the pink. Oh, just I, throw it in the bag. Man, huh? I just went up to the register. Throw it in the bag. And fam, it is a line of people behind me. Mm-hmm. That lady said, so that'll be $186? I said, God. <laughs> <laughs> what a line of people behind you. Mind you, I already got the gram in my pocket, and we're going to starters, and it's me and three other people that I'm paying mm. for. So I said, but I had took the starters... Let me tell you how much of a hood rat I was. I took the money for starters out. Mm-hmm. So you had um, cash on So I had cash, so it looked like I was balling. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's on this car right now. I handed this to this lady, and I looked back at this line, and I wanted to tell them, like, man, buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> Strap in. Yeah, but it, it went through. I never bought that woman a gift again. So, you know. I ain't buying. I, I, Bruh. I ain't spending no hundred and eighty six dollars on the outfit. Oh, I'm sorry. I ain't spending hundred and eighty six dollars on no outfit. I'm sorry. I don't care. Yeah, it was it was, the, it was the best of times. It was the worst. It was the worst of times in that line. Senior year was magical. I tried to look out for everybody at least once. Senior Where was you in my high school? I bought her to give while I was in college though, but oh no, you didn't want to be a part of our senior time. Man, your senior times were lit. So my my story is also a college story. Uh, this had to be second semester of my freshman year. And so I went to college out in Illinois. Um, I got family out there, but I was like an hour away from them. Um, so outside of Chicago. And for my, my group of friends, uh, one of them was from the city that the college was in. One was from Ohio. The other was from Minnesota. And so the girl whose family was from Minnesota, they would come into into that city like once or twice a year. And we would like carpool or we would all go to Chicago and um, we would go like shop and her parents would pick up stuff um, and kind of leave us all on our own. So it was the four of us and we are like taking pictures around Millennium Park because one of the other girls was a photographer and we're like, okay, we're hungry. And I'm like, okay, I got this credit card. 
I can I can get us something to eat, right? Also, I am a huge fan of cheesecake. I love cheesecake. This is my favorite dessert ever. And so my one friend who her parents were there, she's like, every time my parents are here, we go to Cheesecake Factory. Let's go to Cheesecake Factory. I had never been. I did not know Cheesecake Factory was a thing because they don't have them or they didn't have them in Michigan at the time. And she's, I'm like, what is Cheesecake Factory? And she's like, it's Cheesecake Factory. They have like a ton of different cheesecakes, but they have actual food too. And I'm like, let's go to Cheesecake Factory because I love cheesecake. So we get there and I'm like, it was, it was around her birthday. So I said, I would pay for myself and I would pay for her for her birthday. And she said her parents would um, reimburse me if it was too expensive because I was a broke college student with a credit card. Um, so we get there and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to do the fish tacos and I'm going to get this slice of cheesecake and then you can get whatever you want. I'm not looking at the prices or anything. I'm just like, yo, it is what it is. It's Cheesecake Factory. Once in a lifetime experience. So I thought because that was me. Um, so we go to get the bill. And the other two girls, they paid for themselves. So I was supposed to just cover me and my other friend. And so we get the bill. And it was like, I don't know, like $80 or something crazy like that. Mm. And I was like, wait, wait, what did we, what did we, it's two of us. How is it $80? Because it's the Cheesecake Factory. Um, and like, I got a slice of cheesecake and she got a slice of cheesecake and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna put this card down. Are you sure your parents gonna reimburse me for this? So they go to run the card and it went through, praise God. But then I got a note saying, like I had an overdraft or something like that because they ran it as credit, not as a debit, whatever. So I got like an email sent and I'm like, oh, oh, so that's what this feels like. <laughs> Her parents did reimburse me, praise God. They gave me money back and I sent it in. I'm like, oh, oh, I don't like this feeling. Well, I don't like this feeling at all. Overdraft fees are the dumbest thing. That's You're going to charge me for being in the broke. World. Like you no, that, know that's I the ain't got it. The, the banks that charge you for not having a certain amount in your account. Mm. If you only got twenty, so now you got to pay them fifteen for only having twenty dollars in your account. No, no, no. What's worse than that? What I think is a complete ripoff is ATM fees. Because how are you going to charge me to get money that is mine out yeah. of my account? Fam, no, nah, the y'all don't need that much maintenance. Charging people for not having the minimum limit is crazy. Because okay, let's take the twenty dollars thing. They charge you fifteen for only having twenty dollars, but you pay for only having twenty dollars and then don't have the twenty dollars. So now you got five dollars. You don't even get what you pay for. <laughs> You're right. Okay, I'll give you that. All right, so we're about to get into this week's poetry breakdown, and this week's poem is brought to you by myself. Uh, featuring Ashley Moss and Corzetta Renee. I've never seen a Corzetta whole stage name again. Um, Just call her the champ. It's easier. This is Still in Love, which is a poem about me still being <laughs> in love. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Riveting. All right, so here's the poem. Dewan Bland, Still in Love. Someone I'm drinking by the 
ode to the body. Each day I wore it as tomb or temple, a guitar untuned, a chords background to Lauren. I wore it in silence, but I made my joy a theater for you. And she, she wanted the man who first stumbled into the dressing room, the one not so sure, not so stoic, the one who laughed so loud but cried with so much depth. Didn't want a man etched in mythology, but something real. Something that, that bruised when mistreated and hadn't learned to cover his scars. Cause this is what she thought all men were made of. Their flaws. Each bruise, this mosaic, she made a museum out of all the things I deemed shameful and she loved. Life ain't offer me much in the way of peace. But she be a vacation with soft brown skin. Pretty brown skin barista. How do I tell you that I pray to God my daughter has a smile just like yours? One that looked like you hid joy itself in the bed of your gums, like you know the divine secrets of love and my love. How do I tell you that whenever you enter a room, this still spine of mine becomes silly putty? That you stampede my speech in ways that I thought I trained myself out of. You bring out everything uncool in me and you find it adorable. I knew I couldn't charm my way past your scars. For you, you are a woman who has been loved by far too many empty words. So I had to make it as tangible for you as Sunday morning breakfast. And I just hope that every time I made you stuff French toast, you caught that baby be mine each time the fork kissed your lips or the sway of your hips on weeknights when work seemed endless. Nothing to comfort us but Maxwell. We made symphonies of our arms and legs and feet. This jungle of our bodies, this movement is as sacred as wedding vows. In this moment, we become holy texts only we can read. Like, this is how God meant man to love rib. And I love when we do absolutely nothing them but watch stupid movies on Netflix or how upset you get in horror films when something cute or innocent dies or, or the time when you were watching the Sopranos and said you wanted to become a mob boss you said you wouldn't sell drugs just stolen TVs and I replied that's a dumb idea but we laughed we laughed like we shot humor through exposed veins and I love the way your face lit up when you said you were making me your emergency contact as if to say we're family now, tied together by a bond stronger than both blood and times, and I lost, caught, I lost count of the times you made me feel like gravity was this curse that love dispelled. You make me feel 
As much of Superman as I claim to be This, this man of steel and still feel unnerved knees when I see you But I see you And we loved each other like addicts do their poison I held you as tight as the grass does green I seen the sun hug your skin and watch the brilliance of nature glow from you I just want to spend a couple of forevers together And we can measure it one day at a time with Jasmine years ago they tried to so although first of all this was a depressing poem to memorize and perform and I definitely pulled the okie doke on the audience and came back because so at the end of our show at the end of each poem you would take a, a piece to the altar that represents the poem to say that we give the good the bad the ugly over to God so I had to explain to them, like, yo, remember you know, all those beautiful words I just said? That relationship didn't last. Um, but Still in Love is really the only love poem that I've written. It was the first love poem that I've written that I performed publicly. Um, and the first part of it, it talks about Jasmine's love for my humanity and not like the the performance of who I am and, and my talents is just like nah who are you without all the gifts I talk about it you know she wanted the man who first stumbled into the dressing room when I so sure and I so stoic um, and then the second half is just all about like how awkward and endearing our relationship is and all the stupid things we did together uh, so it was a dope piece. I wrote it, and I like when I when I perform it. I want people to hear it and feel like I want somebody to love me that way. So that's that's me setting the context. Mm -hmm. So me hearing this poem, one 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 is beautifully written. I I've seen. I've seen 
it has so many levels to it. I've seen women listen to this poem and absolutely fall in love with you. I've seen yeah. women listen to this poem and like have so much sympathy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, like, wow. Uh, my girlfriend, my girlfriend <clears throat> listened to this poem and she was like, I would have never thought of that about him. Like, it, it was like, she would never thought that you been through, had a, a heartbreak mm-hmm. on that level. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing people get upset when they hear the poem um, because it's like I that's a breakup poem yeah like how can I live up to that poem I think I think on so many levels I think on so many levels that's it's such an amazing poem mm-hmm. like did you when writing the poem know one was it therapy to you at all because it to me it seems torturous to write it and perform it um because it's not at a place where you're tearing down the relationship or anything it's it's a place of um hope and what could have been and what was and just so amazing you know um and then the second question writing the poem did you know it would uh, invoke all those emotions from different people so so i wrote the poem while i was in the relationship so it was initially just a love poem mm-hmm. and and so the only reason why I brought it back out is because so this is more behind the scenes stuff which all, with the with the audience never heard is there's a part two to this so I only did this version of it to set up what the love was and and only the collective has heard part two of what it end up being. Mm-hmm. Um, where I take I take still in love and a lot of the stuff that I uh, talk about and like do callbacks in the second part. Now that it is broken up, and that part was the one that was uh, more therapeutic and more like I have to process this now. But the act of memorizing this poem brought me through so many emotions and like it was so depressing talking about <laughs> all of these and it is it's, it's not even the parts that that people go crazy on that that is the depressing parts it's all the subtle parts like i remember when you lit up because you made me your emergency contact mm-hmm. like until you until you experience that you uh don't even know how Something that seems so small means a lot, and yeah. so I'm like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta relive all of this just to give you people art. Y'all better buy tickets to this show. So, I like Duface said. I can I ask a follow up question really quick? Oh yeah, go ahead. Um, harder. Mm. Which one was harder to memorize and write? home mm. or this um I, I will say this but in in different I, so home was devastating to write and memorize but I was already in the grieving process so I felt like it was just a continuation. Like home was so therapeutic for me, and and one of the things that that uh, 
one of the for whatever reason and writing and memorizing at home first of all I only it only was 10 15 minutes <laughs> writing at home so the process didn't take that long oh, yeah, oh. we were there you you remember yes okay that was ridiculous um as soon as I had the idea I wrote it down but although I was grieving and it was therapeutic in a way the thing that drove me like to calmness for home was I knew when I hit the stage I'm like people are this is gonna be a moment mm-hmm. for everyone mm-hmm. um and I, I kind of felt that way and still in love but I was was still in love it was emotions that I didn't have to deal with until I had to do the poem and so I was like oh that sucks and then everyone who knew me everyone who knew me and knew how the story end immediately as they hear the poem they're like this isn't this isn't happy for me. Like mm-hmm. everybody else in the audience loves it, and everybody else, uh, everyone who knows the whole story is like, I hate, <laughs> like I hate this poem. Yes. Um, yeah. It was definitely um, one of. I hated the placement of it. It was definitely super sad. I'm like, why is this going in the last part? Mm-hmm. Uh, it being so sad, I felt bad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know Danita about to talk, but we, I'm on an interview on this interview mode mm-hmm. right now. Um, just don't cut me off. Honestly. Mm. Honestly. And don't take now my question. thinking about... I'm pretty sure I'm not going to take your question. Mm. Now thinking about where you were when you actually had to memorize and mm. perform this poem. Do you think you were ready to be in a relationship at the time? At that time, no. And like, uh, like even in that point in life, though, I was trying to date people and it wasn't working and I think it was it was around the time of uh the writing retreat and really having to wrestle with this poem again where I was like nah I'm just I'm gonna take a sabbatical mm-hmm. even though no one respects the sabbatical I went on <laughs> but I, I took a whole sabbatical and I think this poem had a lot to do with it cause I'm one one it was always that reaction of like Fam, if you loved her like this, <laughs> mm-hmm. then what you got left for other people? Mm-hmm. And I think so. I think uh, one of the, one of the mistakes I made uh, post breakup that I will caution other people with is I never grieved the relationship before I started dating other people. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh no, I'm out here in these. Stu-. I I wasn't like I'm out here in these streets. That sounded like I I was wilding. I wasn't. Um, it was one of those things where you you would meet an amazing person you're like oh this is an amazing person that part of my life is over so this makes sense but it 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 it, it was not healthy so you were not ready for nah. okay last question and then Danini can take over I'm gonna um, fight you Dufay I'm sorry last question and Danini can take over um, in this poem mm-hmm. you express so so much love and any person listening to this poem would be like yo he loved this girl mm-hmm. can you imagine yourself allowing yourself to love somebody so deeply again oh yeah and it'll be different like I always I think that was like one of my fears coming out of the relationship. Like, how do I uh, love like that again, or trust myself to love like that again? Which, which is a part of part two. Uh, talking about, I don't even 
I don't even pray for forever with women anymore. I don't, I don't trust my heart to count time like that. Um, but, you know, God is an amazing God, mm-hmm. and he is love. And I think, like, um, man, you got to find God in all of the brokenness and even the romantic brokenness. Uh, and honestly giving that part of yourself over to him and letting him heal you in that way. So, for sure... I will, uh, cause I I still plan on getting married, so I will I will love my wife deeply, differently, um, and 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 better. So. Okay, so I gotta re rework some of the questions I had. Um, one one of the things is like this poem is, I would say. This poem is a monument to a person. So, um, like Dufay said, like just the different reactions that you get from women who kind of like compare themselves to that, um, I think is is something that is really really funny to me. I've I've never understood it. Um, but a question that I have is as you were actually like on stage performing this and hearing how people react to it and hearing um, or, or knowing how the people who know you felt about it and how people who are new to it, like what did you do like to prepare for that? Um, prepare for what? How how new people will receive it and how oh new people yeah I, the new people were the easiest people for me because I was I was I wrote it so when people hear it they feel like oh I wish somebody would love me like this and if you ever been to a collective show let me tell you a lot of women in the crowd a lot of women in the crowd a lot of women want somebody to say to me you are a vacation wrapped in soft brown skin so mm-hmm. I'm like that that's that's the easiest. Uh, part of the audience was the new people, and then the dudes in the crowd. You got some new lines to hit your girl with. That's terrible. So you out here just giving away game? First of all, I used to tell people all. I'm sorry. First of all, I used to tell people all the time. You can take that. I wrote that for the both of us. Wait, for like the lines and the bars that you give? Yeah, like I'm talking yeah. about a, a girl in a bar. Yeah. I mean, in a in an actual mm-hmm. poem, and they like. First of all, it's completely and completely strange when dudes like be like whoo that was fired like on the love poem but i've had it and i'm like you know what you can take that one bro you can go ahead and take that one you know i had people come up like bro can you send me that i want to get that to my girl you know what i'm saying uh that's funny i don't like to send my words to people though right like, you can you could have a recording of it but you know next yeah. thing you know they out there doing it like uh <laughs> I'm gonna do a rendition of yeah. Renaissance but Woman the, uh, the strange part though dude's reactions to still in love was man I've been there mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, so I put a lot of dudes in Marvin room like man Shaniqua did the same thing to me that's terrible um so my next question is being this far removed from the relationship that inspired mm-hmm. Still in Love, 
would you say you would ever write a piece like that again? Oh, for sure. Okay. Uh, I gotta give people. I gotta give people the happy version. Even though this was uh, happy until the story makes it unhappy. But no, yeah. I, I gotta give gotta give you a, a love love poem where. Uh, it all works out. Yeah, you. I can't be the main character and not get the girl in the end. So do you? Do you have any fears that you can't like recreate or top that? I think, as artists, let let me speak for me. Anytime I have a really good poem, that's always my fear. But like for that specific genre, um, I don't know if I ever give you anything as raw and emotive as Home Again. Then I wrote Pure Imagination. Or I felt the same way about Blaine the Boy. Then I wrote Baldwin the Blaine. Um, um, Flex. <laughs> <laughs> or I, I'll try to give you something different in romance. So, you know, you guys still in love, but you also got Japanese denim. This man is just going to name all of his poems. Flex then, King. Flex. The Throne Seats 5. And a couple plus ones. Wow. Wow. <sighs> All right, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm about to go to Orlando and thought my life away. <laughs> We just spent all this time talking about how you redeemed and ready to love again, and you just gonna go to Orlando and thought your life away. Ruin my chances to ever be the president of the Junior Deacons Board. I thought you was already appointed. No, they did a background check. Well, all right, y'all. So we'll see y'all next week or something. Yeah. What's the sign off? The sign off is if. Kids was the first plan you have. If she changes her mind, plan B is still a go. <laughs> have you ever loved somebody so much it makes you cry? Have you ever needed something so bad you can't sleep at night? Have you ever tried to find the words but they don't come out right? Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever been in love, been in love so bad you give anything to make them understand? Someone steal your heart away You'd give anything To make them feel the same Have you ever searched for words To get you in their heart But you don't know what to say And you don't know where to start Have you ever loved somebody so much Try
Into their eyes.